Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is Monday, January 8th, and the Kansas City Chiefs finally know who they will play on Wild Card Weekend. It is a rematch against the Miami Dolphins with wide receiver Tyreek Hill returning to Arrowhead Stadium. That takes place Saturday night, 7.15 Arrowhead time here in Kansas City. Thankfully, if you're local to Kansas City, you will be able to watch that game locally you know, on our uh, friends uh, station at KSHB 41. If you're not in Kansas City, well, better sign up for Peacock because that's the only <laughs> other way to watch it. Uh, unfortunately, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, I was not ready for the Chiefs to get the Peacock game, but that's what they got. Yeah, I think we should have been. Uh, I, I think because... I mean, if you really think about it, it, it seemed like last night they put, were putting the Chiefs on that game no matter what. They actually announced it before the Dolphins-Bills game was over. And so Kansas City owned that game. Uh, and, you know, put yourself in, in the C-suite of NBC and, and Peacock. And if you're talking with the NFL, don't you want millions of Taylor Swift fans to download <laughs> your uh, service? Uh and, you know, I, as much as I'm kidding about that, I bet you had something to do with it. And I also think, you know, when you're talking about the Chiefs, it's one of the bigger draws. And when the NFL is trying to build these streaming markets like they were with Amazon Prime initially, the Chiefs become a, an attractive candidate. It's been the biggest draw uh, for the league over the past several years. And so uh, the Chiefs are on Peacock. So to be clear here, if you're in town, uh, the station that I work for, KSHP 41, will indeed have the game. So you don't have to worry about Peacock. But I know, uh, and especially podcast listeners, we have a lot of out-of-town fans. Uh, you know, and especially, you know, they're more into Arrowhead Pride because uh, it's harder to stay connected. You will indeed have to, to download Peacock. And I have it. Uh, I'm a English Premier League fan. Uh, I like The Office. And uh, Steve, as you know, WWE and their pay-per-views. So there's a lot more that comes with Peacock. If you've never done it, there's a free trial, too. So you can be strategic with that. Uh, I do feel uh, for the folks who you know are a little bit older and, and really haven't dug into even how to stream anything. Uh, so I, I, I'd recommend trying to get ahead of it, uh, trying to talk to some of your younger family members, and uh, that way you're all set for the game. Yeah, I think they spent over $100 million for this playoff game. So they were like, right. yeah, we're going to need the Swifties for that one. <laughs> we need those Peacock subscriptions. Yeah, so. I mean, it's one. It's like two for one. It's so, it, you know, it's so crazy that, that we're actually saying these sentences because uh, I don't think we ever thought we would be. But you get Patrick Mahomes and you get Taylor Swift. And if you're paying that amount of money for the game, uh, of course the Chiefs become that that choice. So there you go. Yeah. And if you're like me, when you sign up for a subscription like this and you're like, I'm going to cancel it immediately afterwards because you're annoyed and then you forget about it and you wind up just being a lifelong Peacock Peacock subscriber. So right. uh, I, I think I've got a few services right now that are probably several months ago I should have canceled, but I continue to pay for them. So sounds I mean, like, uh, you know, it. I'm not trying to defend the NFL or anything here, um, but it's six bucks. I mean, it's like a third of Chipotle. So uh, what I would do is, is get the free trial if you can and cancel it or, hey, I mean, you know, take a look. Uh, problem I think we're running into, though, Steve, is there's just so many uh, streaming services now. You know, if you like even go to some of the, the bigger cities and the bigger teams, I, I, I know this from my family in New York. If you want to watch a Yankee game, you might have to have four or five different services because they spread those games out. Um, and so 
uh, what I'd say is, uh, yeah, this isn't a great situation, but I, it also probably is where the league is headed. So uh, it might be something we ought to get used to. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So if you're not in Kansas City, sorry, you got to go sign up for Peacock. If you are here, uh, you can find the game on KSHB 41. Uh, but getting into the Chiefs 13 to 12 win over the Los Angeles Chargers in week 18. And, you know, I think in what kind of amounted to a, a preseason type of rotation of guys out there for the Kansas City Chiefs, I think uh, Chiefs fans should be pretty happy with the way they ended the regular season. Obviously, Chris Jones hits his incentive. That was a cool scene. Uh, to see is it, it appeared that everyone on the roster knew Chris Jones was going to hit that incentive uh, as soon as he sacks Easton stick in the third quarter. But uh, again, they, they come away with a 13 to 12 win uh, tough, hard fought win with a lot of backups playing against the chargers and Easton stick. But overall, I think a promising performance from the chiefs ahead of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it really was a, a throwaway game in terms of what it could mean for the postseason. I did think that the million dollar sack was a fun uh, moment because the bench erupted like uh, you know like it was a playoff sack victory win. Uh, George Karloftis I saw uh, he was making it rain uh, doing that celebration <laughs> to Chris. Uh, Chris actually almost got injured as he was running off the field uh, with joy. Yeah, he, he jumped and fell and I said man that is a big man falling and rolling like that but um, I think it was a situation where it could have gone a lot worse. I know that a lot of people were questioning why the ownership didn't just pay the, uh, the, the incentive to kind of keep him healthy. I know there were other sides of it that said, well, you know, he watched week one from a box. He deserves to have to earn it. Uh, regardless of what side you fell on, and I think there are fair arguments for both sides, you don't have to have those conversations now because he didn't get hurt and he was able to get the incentive. So everyone goes home happy in, the, in that fashion. I thought Blaine Gabbert looked okay. Um, which is kind of what you expect from a backup. I think he could fill in that Chad Henney type of role if uh, you know duty calls for a certain amount of time. Um, and then I also thought that uh, Cam Jones was very impressive. That's probably more of a 2024 thing. I also thought that McCole Hardman maybe played his way, not necessarily into like a top wide receiver role, but you got to think that Andy Reid watched what he was able to do in this game, especially yards after the catch, and said to himself, man, we got to orchestrate, you know, at least three or four touches for him in the postseason. And so those are kind of my takeaways from a, a throwaway game. I also think, like, you managed to win 13-12, which is uh, such a weird score. Uh, but I think the key there is Chiefs finish 11-6 and six instead of 10-7. and seven. And, you know, for some reason, that just feels like a lot bigger of an accomplishment, even if you would have finished third no matter what. So that, those were my general takeaways from, from the afternoon. Yeah, and you know we talk about the celebration that they had when Chris Jones gets his million dollar incentive on that sack, and you know it's in a season that's been up and down where there's been a lot of frustration around the Kansas City Chiefs performances overall. Like they end the season pretty strong on a two game win streak. They they have two impressive performances overall, and they did what they had to do to win games right. w without making a lot of a ton of mistakes. And that's really all we can ask for at this point, because this is a team that has made a ton of mistakes this season. I mentioned after the uh, AFC West clinching game last week, it, they kind of felt like they were having fun again. Like they had, uh, breathed a sigh of relief and you had a lot of star players for the chiefs not playing in this game. And you can kind of tell that they were sort of in better spirits and moods. I know that Travis Kelsey was a big one. He, 
he actually opted to not play in the game himself. Uh, you know, was kind of putting the team ahead of him. He said it, you know, Andy Reid kind of relayed that it didn't feel right to him to play in the game. Uh, but then you see that moment with, with Chris Jones and it's trivial. It's silly uh, in a lot of ways, but at the same time uh, you can see how much fun they're having. I, and I just, before the last week and clinching that division it, itself, it felt like this, this year was more trying than the team really enjoying it. And I think they're finally uh, enjoying whatever this season and playoff run brings. And I think that adds a little bit of a, uh, a danger to the Chiefs. Uh, I think they're going to be playing loose, and I don't think that uh, is a good thing for anybody. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. I think the last two weeks, it, it's really it seemed like it was the first time this team was having fun uh, since the season started. Really, like because right. it, it has been that tough at, at times to watch this season and that frustrating. Uh, you know, just for Chiefs fans, like offensively, all of the struggles and ups and downs have gone through this year. And for the players, like week after week, turning the football over and creating mistakes. And so it's been nice to see them look like they're having fun out there again and, and winning football games and actually having like positive outcomes on a weekly basis. You mentioned, you know, Travis Kelsey choosing to sit. I think that also says a lot about where their mentality's at right now. Like, I mean, this is a guy who's already set a, a receiving yard record for tight ends that is going to be hard for anyone to catch. And there's some really, really talented young tight ends in the NFL right now. But Travis Kelsey's four seasons ahead of any other tight end in, in that regard. So, like, I, I don't think it's going to it matters much to him to lose the record. But him choosing to say it and, you know, Andy Reid said after the game, like, he just didn't feel good about it. Like, it felt like putting himself ahead of the team, like. I think that says a lot about where the Chiefs are mentally ahead of the postseason, and I think fans should be happy that that's where their heads are at right now. Yeah, and I think you can make an easy case for why the Baltimore Ravens are the most complete team right now, and they certainly played the best in the AFC going into the postseason, and they'll enjoy uh, everything that comes with the natural bye week. You get the uh, to advance and wait and see who you play, rest up, and, and I think that was well-deserved. Uh, but other than, than them, and I, I think the Chiefs will – Approach that subject when they come to it. Other than 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 them, I, I just feel like it's anybody's game right now. And you know, maybe the Chiefs play two out two playoff games before they have to head to Baltimore, and they're feeling a lot better about their performance um, three weeks from now than they they do right now. And I, you know, I I go into this and I I, I think yeah, I do feel like uh, the AFC has been more wide open than it's been potentially like in four or five years said i don't think anybody wants to play the chiefs and just the idea that they are enjoying it it, it just makes like i said it makes them more dangerous and you know just taking a look at the injuries that we should keep an eye on this week ahead of this matchup against the dolphins obviously if you've been following the miami dolphins they lose in week 18 to the buffalo bills wind up losing the division uh fall to Fall, fall all the way to a wild card spot in the AFC. And that defense is very banged up. They've got tons of key injuries. But on the Chiefs side, Wanye uh, Morris leaves Week 18's game with a concussion. He is in the NFL's concussion protocol. We obviously know Donovan Smith still dealing with a neck injury. He has not played in several weeks. So that's something to really monitor for the Kansas City Chiefs on a short week turnaround. Also, Jamari Connor did get banged up yesterday. Um, he just... You know, like a missile, just kind of hurt himself trying to make a tackle and left the game. We should get a status update on on him uh, as the week goes on. And then 
just obviously Isaiah Pacheco, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Legereus Sneed, like all, all of these star Chiefs players that have kind of been battling through injuries. I want to pay attention to all their practice statuses as we move through the week uh, ahead of this matchup against the Dolphins. Yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, it's on Peacock. The other thing to talk about, too, it's a short week. So that means the Chiefs schedule changes. I know that we're always used to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, but the media will shift to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with the day off to kind of re, you know, recoup and get ready on, on that Friday. Uh, and so you're looking at the Morris injury. Uh, Smith has seemingly had two setbacks at the left tackle position. You wonder what happens there uh, because it's a shorter week to get through the concussion protocol. I believe Isaiah Pacheco was able to do it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that um, it will happen for Wanya Morris. I feel like every concussion is different. And if Donovan Smith's not going to be in a place to play, you wonder how that shakes up the room. Uh, I tend to think Jawan Taylor would be at left tackle and Lucas Niang would be at right tackle. Uh, that does change the dynamic um, for an offensive line that has had its ups and downs. So that's worth monitoring. I, I also think, uh, and I'm not always someone who, who says, look at this, but you're looking at a Miami team, Miami, Florida, coming to play in one-degree weather. Uh, and so I think that provides a natural advantage for the Chiefs, especially considering they're uh, as banged up as you were describing. So um, some things uh, are, are good um, um, for the Chiefs in the Saturday game. I think the temperature actually plays into their hands. Other things are bad because you're, you're wondering what the Chiefs are going to do at left tackle. And we know how important that role is uh, protecting Patrick Mahomes' blind spot. Yeah, that's another good point. Uh, if you're local Kansas City native and you have not checked the forecast for this week, it is going to be cold and rough on Saturday. It is going to be very cold by about midweek and, and carry over into the weekend. So I, I agree. I think that's an advantage for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and I, I think generally, like, obviously, it's going to be hard for Wanya Morris to clear the concussion protocol. More players have been doing it as the season goes on, it seems, across the NFL, whereas early season, it was like, you get a concussion, you're out the following week. Like, there, there, was, no, there was no question about it. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that plays out. That's something you really got to pay attention to as we move forward in the week because the Chiefs could have some legitimate question marks along that offensive line. But as I mentioned, the Miami Dolphins, their defense especially, is dealing with a ton of injuries right now. So on a short week turnaround coming to a freezing cold Kansas City, I, I think all of that plays into the Chiefs' favor. Yeah, you saw the line. The initial line I, I saw was at one and a half, jumped up right away to three and a half uh, for the Chiefs. And so that meant sharp betters were taking Kansas City, and, and we'll see where that, that ends up with our, from our friends at, at DraftKings Sportsbook. But it's seeming like, uh, the Chiefs will have an advantage here, uh, and uh, I think it should be a, a good game. Uh, if you're going to have uh, some of these small steps for the offense, you want to play a defense that is banged up. You know, you never root for that, but that that could be fortunate for uh, KC. And, and then you look at what the Dolphins can do. Uh, Chiefs defense is good to get some rest uh, this week because Don HN and Tyree Kill, I mean, they're, they're pretty serious uh, weapons. Uh, that Kansas City's going to have to deal with if they they come out victorious in the wild card round. Yeah, and for the Dolphins, you want to monitor the status of wide receiver Jalen Waddle, who missed Week 18, and then also running back Raheem Mostert, who uh, has missed the last two games due to injury. So those are both players I'd imagine they were trying to rest to make sure they're ready to go for a playoff matchup, but uh, still could be very questionable uh, ahead of this game on Saturday. We'll have all that information for you at arrowheadpride.com, so make sure you stay locked in right there. 
As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PG Sweeney. I'm Stephen Sir. It's where you can find me. Uh, we got Andy Reid coming up later this afternoon, and then the much-anticipated return of the Arrowhead Pride Editor Show. We'll talk to you guys then. Yeah. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premier. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premier is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas city. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.